0: I'm Jerry McGrew. I'm Chris Mosier. And this is Non-Human Biologics, the podcast that was frozen 250 million years ago and brought up from the earth so you can... So we can please your ears now, and we're back with more... So we can please you. So we can please you, everybody. Jeremy, it's episode eight. You gotta calm down, brother. Come on, Chris. I just want to please you.
1: Where's this riz coming from all of a sudden?
0: Chris, when's the last time anybody pleased you?
1: I mean, um, I don't have to answer that question.
0: Yes, you do, Chris. It's a podcast. You have to be 100% honest on a podcast. Tell me the last time someone pleasured you i just
1: blew my nose and that was really enjoyable for me no
0: no no no. you have to tell me somebody else that you. <laughs> can we you. please move on okay that's
1: fine how you doing chris i'm all right i got a cold sorry listener i'll try not to be obnoxious about it
0: yeah we're uh we're both we're both fighting the wars but we're here on new year's day to uh bringing more x files which is a good episode of the x files uh even if it is just a rewritten version of the thing the john Carpenter i can't movie. believe
1: that that one this is just the thing and two it's really fucking good <laughs> (laughs) It's just a really great episode.
0: Like I, I I feel like writing an episode of The Thing isn't wouldn't be particularly hard. Uh, But they also kind of nail everything. Like it's really suspenseful. Like at times I didn't know who the ultimate killer was going to be. Uh, Like Mm -hmm. I was, I was at times I thought it was Mulder or Scully. Like I've really, really believed it a couple of times. Like they got me. They fucking got me a couple of times. And that's
1: that's what it comes down to. Even though it is, you know, very much copying the thing. Because they get the the tension right, they get the suspense right, it still feels good and it's still there's still some stuff going on with Mulder and Scully that works really well in this format. So um yeah, good time.
0: And we'll get to it. But the 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 X-File stuff, like Mulder's take on what this organism is, I think is really interesting. So mm. uh we're, we're gonna talk about that. Before we do, uh thank you to all of our patrons over at patreon.com slash monster of the weeks. We very much appreciate you donating money every month, getting early copies of this podcast in your inbox, and also getting access to our very cool Discord server. Um and also, Chris, they have access to our full coverage of the Lord of the Rings. That's right. We did six podcasts on the extended editions. Do you know why I'm bringing that up? why did you recognize anybody in this oh my god who the guy that plays uh luther lee boggs
1: who's luther lee boggs uh,
0: he's the i think he's the um the goofy guy the goofy doctor. Murphy? something murphy yeah i think his name is luther um that's fucking worm tongue bro <laughs>
1: no fucking way that
0: is worm tongue i'm sorry i'm sorry it's not it's not the doctor it's the uh it's the pilot right bear it's it's not bear who is this guy
1: okay we're gonna need to take five and figure out what we're talking about here
0: it's definitely it's definitely worm tongue number one if you saw if you saw his picture you would be like oh he's definitely in the episode he may be one of the two guys that like dies at the very beginning um but but that's fucking worm tongue bro
1: hold on i'm looking it up now I'm all confused. This is not this is not the right foot to start off on. Okay, uh, 1993, right?
0: Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. I just sent you a picture of him, so it's on the
1: X Files.
0: He's here got a lot more detail on this Wikipedia episode page. Episode
1: Beyond the Sea, which is not this episode.
0: <gasps> did I did I write the wrong episode down?
1: <laughs> what did
0: I do? You... <laughs> I was so excited when I found this fact. I was like, "You've got to be kidding me! I can't believe that we've got fucking worm in the chat."
1: He says he's in the episode beyond. this. Yeah, that's not this episode. We're gonna just
0: leave all of this in, I guess. Okay. That
1: fella that you sent me a picture of is definitely worm tongue, but it's not this episode. Unbelievable, Chris! Unbelievable.
0: Let's uh, <laughs> let's let's leave Start all of over. that in. No, no, no. We're gonna leave all of that in. Listeners are just gonna suffer through with this. That's they they, they know how we do. Uh, let's just yeah, get into yeah. the main episode. How about that?
1: Uh, wait. I gotta tell you, last time on the X Files, yes. Mulder and Scully took on a dangerous. Elevator-wielding, AI-powered by dial-up, that's a weird way to pronounce that sentence, Um, only to once again stumble directly into a shadowy government conspiracy. While the computer AI fought for its own survival, the Department of Defense sought to use the technology to power their weapons. But after a few stray shots in an air duct, Mulder and Scully were able to save the day. Sort of
0: we are covering the x-files season one episode eight ice when a team of geophysicists stationed at a remote alaskan outpost are killed by a parasitic alien life form Mulder and scully are called in this area on November 5th 1993 directed by david nutter writers were glenn morgan james wong uh, and it does not star worm tongue from lord of the rings um, yeah. who is also dot cochran from uh, deadwood which is blowing my mind as well jesus christ <laughs> uh we start out at the Arctic Ice Core Project in uh, in Alaska, way way north.
1: I love a good a uh, I love a good frozen ice episode. I love a good uh, snow level. You know what I mean? Oh, like yeah, this, this, is, is, this is a great snow I was locked in immediately. I we got a storm coming. We only got a three day window to get in and out. I was locked in right. We're away.
0: R- we're all the way in right now. Uh, it's negative thirty five outside at eight p- eight thirty p.m. Uh, we see yeah. a dog eating out of some sort of overturned canister. There's some dead bodies laying around. Uh, we see this man shirtless and bloodied walking in uh holding two guns Um, he turns on the radio equipment he starts recording himself with this vhs setup Um, and he says we are not who we are we are not who we are Um, and as he begins to talk he is grabbed from behind by a second man this time wearing a shirt and they begin to fight with one another viciously uh they each manage to grab a gun uh they aim it at each other and then as they are kind of locked in this in this in this um standoff standoff thank you uh the first man the shirtless man lowers his weapon down the second man follows him and then they both raise their weapons up to themselves uh and then they shoot themselves in the head uh and that's our intro for this one uh yeah. which is pretty pretty like the fighting here would look like really vicious compared to you some of the it was stuff hardcore, we've seen. yeah
1: this is an intense opening um and then we get we get our you know our op as always and did you know that it says the truth is out there, every every, every single episode, just yes. like you told me, just like everybody I'm sure told me when they were listening. It to didn't, I think
0: that because we were probably locked in more on the pilot, and the pilot didn't do the op at all. So yeah. um, that that could be what you were thinking of last week.
1: I don't know. I'm just a buffoon. Um, also, but you do you share, you share some buffo-
0: buffoon-like quali- qualities. So. I do have some buffoonery in me. Um, <laughs> you've been known to buffoon yourself around God quite a bit. God gives his
1: silliest battles to his biggest buffoon. That's, you know that's, I mean? we can't name another um,
0: episode that we've already got two episodes named it's true, some variation that's true. of that joke. So. <laughs>
1: um, um, go ahead. I love I love this uh, kind of introduction to Mulder and Scully. Or how they get pulled into the case. Because it's always them like digging around where they don't belong. But this, they get assigned to it, first of all. Um, but we are seeing the videotape that that we saw the guy in the cold open recording. Of him saying, like, we are not us. We are not who we are. Or whatever. Um, and, well, first, actually, we see the, the that crew celebrating. So that's the first thing we see. We see a videotape. This is very found footage. Um... We see a videotape uh, of the ice crew celebrating because they have now dug down to like the deepest layer of ice that any human has ever been able to get down to 200,000 years back through ice. Um, And they've taken up some samples. And this is something to like their their research project that they hold the way up in Alaska for has been a great success. Yes. So why then within the several days is everyone dead? uh good setup i like this a whole lot like you mentioned um what what has happened out there
0: uh Mulder warns scully to bring your mittens and then it's off to yeah. do little airfield base uh, with... it's
1: interesting to watch this because they show Mulder and scully the tape and it, this camera just kind of zooms in on scully it's just focused in on her as she watches this as she's kind of absorbing that human element of it Granted, that doesn't really come up that much um but it just seems like you know everybody's a little on edge in this episode and i think that this is sort of almost already building the tension just she's locked in on this this tragedy that's unfolded on this videotape um she's taking that with her
0: i don't particularly like i don't care about plot holes or anything you know what i'm saying Mm -hmm. like it doesn't bother Mm -hmm. most of the time it doesn't bother me um but you have to really ask yourself how they got the tape here
1: yeah that is true (laughs) i mean i know he put out a transmission yeah i
0: I feel like we're so used to the modern world where Mm. this was fucking i messaged to the fbi headquarters and also twitter right like we're just so used to video being extremely easy but this is a physical vhs tape that managed Uh. to get a couple thousand miles away somehow well
1: well (sighs) there i was gonna mm. Was anybody was anybody there before them? Because I know that they have to like examine the crime scene. They know everyone's dead. They don't. So maybe they did don't. somebody when go it, in there? When they go
0: in oh. for the first time, we're gonna see that they're like, Oh god, everybody's dead. Like they they don't understand oh. what what caused this this weird freak out.
1: Okay, that's a plot hole. That's a big Th- that's a big matter. plot hole.
0: And it doesn't matter. Like I don't care, like at all. Like it doesn't affect my ability to enjoy this episode yeah. at all. Unless uh,
1: there was a broadcast and somebody was recording it. <laughs> exactly. Yeah.
0: Um they meet up with uh, I believe this is Murphy uh, at the Air yeah. Force Base. So Murphy is like a weird jim carrey wannabe i guess like he's got a weird vibe to him that i didn't particularly... get a weird
1: vibe he's always listening to old recorded football games on his tape recorder yeah um...
0: on his walkman um and uh, they also are introduced to Dr. Hodge and Dr. De Silva, uh, played by Felicity Huffman, which is a, 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 a I know, yeah. Felicity Huffman who is not really well used until the very end of this episode. I think, um, yeah. kind of just a, a beige area for most of this episode, unfortunately. <laughs> uh, but these these two new geology professors, uh, or no, excuse me, uh, Murphy is the geology professor. These are two like doctors uh, ask for ID to make sure that everyone is who they say they are. And again, you mentioned like even though we're not already we're not on the site yet like we're still like wondering if everybody is legit yeah there's uh, already
1: a little bit of paranoia and and distrust uh because these three especially uh what is it hodge and or hodges um and De silva they both immediately are like yeah the fbi knows more about yes. this than we do not realizing that you know Mulder and Scully are just as in the dark as they are but of course they assume well oh, that's the government they they know what's going on here we're just the measly scientists who have been called in to, to deal with this so there's already that divide between them uh, although Murphy seems very amicable he seems like he's ready Murphy to seems chill with F- Murphy like,
0: just is like I'm yeah. here for the ride y'all like this is just yeah. what I do uh, also it's very funny to me that they they set up this like the FBI knows more when Scully and Mulder absolutely do not know anything more than they don't know
1: shit <laughs> they even say like I don't know if we got picked for this job because we're expendable or because we're brilliant Yeah. three throwing us out here
0: uh lastly we meet bear who is going to be the pilot that flies them up there uh and when hodges asks for his id he's like absolutely not man my credentials are i'm the only person that said yes to the two flying you up here and if you <laughs> don't funny, like putting this and if <laughs> putting
1: you putting this episode on within seconds jess was like that's the landlord from new girl who tries to have a threesome with jess and <laughs> <laughs> is it really yeah that's I hilarious <laughs> i was like this dude bear what do you mean B- yep sure enough it's him
0: bear has been in a lot of things
1: <laughs> just yeah, under... he's one of those guys you just fucking know from yeah like he's a he's a son he's He's actually worm
0: tongue (laughs) he's he's worm tongue he was worm tongue's extra uh his body double during the scene where he falls off the the tower um anyway they fly up to the station they bust in they find dead bodies immediately uh bear leaves to go turn the power on at the station scully has a dope white vest on i I made note of because i think it just looked really cool like i I really like the idea of going to ice world and dressing like you're an ice man or an ice woman like that that really really appeals to me
1: that's what you do at an ice level scully knows
0: this <laughs> yeah 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 you put your white vest on and you start fucking hopping on goombas like, on because it's an ice <laughs> level time um yeah. Mulder, of course warns everybody don't touch anything we have to document everything so scully starts to take pictures uh we find a fridge with ice core samples of what the, which is what the geologists were doing i think you mentioned this earlier they you yeah. know they were drilling down to get these ice core samples and notably since the power has been off these are these are now melting like we see them kind of melted um yeah which is i am terrified of ice core samples from two hundred fifty thousand years ago i don't like any of that like
1: definitely. That's yeah. I mean, I want I, I'll be real. I want that threat to be out there. Uh-huh. I know that's a strange thing to say. A little bit. But <laughs> I'm also still terrified of it cuz you know, it's that's a that's a fascinating thing to be doing. Um to be finding things from 200,000 years ago. That's I mean, that's just kind of cool. But I, again, I'm scared of it.
0: I don't I don't like it. I'm just going to say I don't like it. Um they uh explore a little bit deeper. Um, And then the dog from the cold open All of a sudden attacks Mulder Uh, Bear is able to pull the dog off He gets bitten in the process The doctor manages to stab it with a sedative To knock the the, the bear out I appreciate Er, that this dog makes it through (laughs) I'm I'm glad the dog survived. I'm re- really we will yeah. just say that out up front. Like the dog survives right. to the chances end of this. were not good. Um, that the dog as, was going to survive, especially but... because like every doctor in, in this who probably should know better are like let's experiment on the dog. <laughs> like they, they do it they do it towards the end of this episode. They're like hey, let's inject the dog with some shit and see if it works. I don't know, maybe it will. Times are tough. Okay, times are tough. Times are a little tough. Uh, Bear refuses to get treatment. He says he's going to treat his own wounds. Um, and then they start kind of inspecting the dog. Uh, they don't think it's rabies, but they find these weird black nodules. Was on the dog uh yeah, which they think
1: it's the bubonic plague yeah at first, and I was like, this,
0: this dog's got the boob they got the boob i mean come on i'm a bit of a buffoon but i'm not a baboon you yeah. know what i'm saying yeah. <laughs> i don't have yeah. that baboon but shit i've got turns that buffoon out it shit. wasn't that at all <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> um he, we also see like the dog has some irritated skin where it's been like sh- trying to scratch at, at itself um and we see something moving inside the dog which is really creepy yeah. the special effects work on this episode i think uh needs Needs machining because uh, all of this stuff looks really, really creepy and great.
1: Yeah, especially the under the skin stuff. That's that's yeah. works really effectively.
0: Extremely good stuff. I like it a lot.
1: So after, um, oh, actually, we got to check in with Bear really quick. He's gone to the bathroom by himself to bandage himself up. I love that there's distrust right away. Like he gets bit by the dog, and he, everybody sees the blood. And um, one of the doctors is like, "Hey, let me let me patch you up a little bit." I would, I personally would let the doctor patch me up he's like all right I'm locked in here with with a medical doctor no sweat yeah please take a look hey but chris um, that kind
0: of attitude doesn't turn you into a, a pilot flying you know through arctic storms that's in, right. in you alaska know, he,
1: i don't have my pilot's license yeah so you know that kind of attitude right there that
0: something. i need a doctor that's pussy behavior my friend i'm sorry to tell you yeah. that that's 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 what that is i know bear is not a pussy i he's probably not. Should, he's not probably should cut that out i don't actually like using <laughs> the a, word in that kind of way I know, <laughs> it's not <I> good know. <laughs> it's I just know. it fit the joke but the, the, the whole time i'm saying it i'm just like you sometimes <laughs>
1: you make a joke and you're like it was funny to me yeah i mean like i
0: kind of laughed at myself and I got a (laughs) chuckle out of Chris, but was it worth it? Was it worth the cost of having to use the word? I don't know.
1: I don't think it was. We don't know. We don't know. Yeah. Um, So Bear (laughs) is in there. um, (laughs) Because he ain't no bitch. No. Um, Okay. All right. Yeah. Bear is in the bathroom. Doesn't want a medical doctor examining his wounds. Because because he doesn't have a vagina. (laughs) (laughs) That's why I'm getting through this. Sorry. Uh, (laughs) um, So Bear has huge nuts. So he's like, I'll take care of this myself. (laughs) I've got to I've got to, Are these nodules or my right, nuts, bro? I can't tell. <laughs> um, so he- Bear decides. He, he knows, I mean, he is a pilot. He knows better than a doctor. Yes. So he goes in there to check himself up, but it already shows that there's that layer of distrust between everybody. Just, and I think he's just an untrustworthy guy. is sort of his vibe. Again, you don't become a pilot. Yeah. I mean, this by, dude is... By not having some sort of uh, social issues.
0: I mean, this dude um, in his 12-inch penis has some social issues, right? Yeah. Like, we're gonna, yeah, we're, we're, we right. know that for a fact, just the instant you that's look at That's why
1: he went to the bathroom. He didn't want everyone to see his huge hog and be intimidated. Which is uh, funny, considering
0: going the, the joke that is gonna make a little bit later in this episode. I know. Uh, I know. Um, Scully, anyway, yeah, no, Bear, Scully Bear is
1: immediately seeing some issues he's seeing the block nodules or whatever right he's
0: got the nods um scully does an inspection of the rest of the bodies none of them had the nodules uh and bear is kind of worried about it he's like well you know maybe what happened or whatever like you could tell he's like nervously asking for himself uh and then hodges comes up and says that the nodules on the dog are gone well that's super strange um and then there's this like very quick scene of the silva uh dr nancy grabbing a book of notes and then heading out of the room and i was like is she like stealing material like what's happening here and i think they just did this as an aside almost uh like to but again i think it's all for the purpose of ramping up that who can you trust tension like people are acting weird even without being infected people are acting weird
1: and I appreciate that, that that right away you're put on edge, especially with Hodge and or Hodges. I don't know if there's if it's plural or singular, his last name, um, because that guy is such a, like an untrustworthy dick to everybody that you just you're watching him the whole time. But at the same time, you kind of like, well, this is a red herring, right? It's got to be. Um, but there is just yeah, there's so much tension just right off the bat. And we already know that Bear is infected. We as the audience know. Um, unfortunately in this scene it's also revealed that there's just like loose guns all over the damn place yeah <laughs> that's, evidence that bags.
0: seems like a problem <laughs> <laughs> like yeah. if we were if we're being honest with each other that, that maybe seems like it's a little bit of an issue but there's just guns everywhere um also scully has found some more information well first i'm sorry uh Mulder finds some information he finds some notes yeah. he goes to talk to murphy who's the mvp of this episode in my opinion um yeah. and, and to kind of talk about the geology of this so they were expecting this uh this ice cap to be like three thousand feet deep it turns out it's twice as thick as they thought it was um so that's been something like they found this location that's a little bit strange it's a little bit out of their original wheelhouse uh meanwhile scully has found ammonia in the bloodstream of one of the bodies and this freaks hodge out hodge hates this he's like there's no way that that's even possible couldn't be you know the, the, the bodies would dissolve nothing can last in ammonia um this, this is when our geologist friend uh, comes up, Murphy comes up and says, well, actually, there was ammonia found in all the ice core samples, too, which it shouldn't be there unless it was somehow introduced by a foreign object. And then they just show us a living organism in the ice, which seems yeah. like a jump.
1: <laughs> I mean, I'm not... It seems like a big jump. We also learned that um, where they were searching was a, a meteor crater. So that's where they ended. They were going down through the ice into a meteor crater. Uh, I love the the idea of like, oh, this could be an ammonia-based life form that lives, survives on ice planets or something. There's probably no science behind that, but you just say those things. Sounds good. In a a dullard like myself, I go, "Yes, yeah, yeah. that's good." Sounds that's good.
0: Sounds good. That's
1: easy enough for my small brain to follow, and I appreciate that. Um, they they argue a lot.
0: There's a lot of argument in this episode. There's a lot of talking yeah. over each other that we're we're probably gonna have some some issues pulling through as we as we talk about the as we talk through the podcast. But um, they decide that, um, that this is some sort of oh they look through the microscope at the ice samples and they see this living organism which looks like a yeah. creepy little worm. they're like
1: okay well that's
0: that's definitely that's a thing fucking
1: that's, super, that's crazy <laughs> yeah yeah and nobody reacts
0: like to, to the extent that I like I would if I was bare at this point I would just have left like he's and he's he's about to he's gonna try to leave yeah. but at this yeah. point I'd be like i don't know what y'all are doing y'all just showed me a fucking bug and a microscope i am gone i am out of here i do not want to be here anymore i'm out um scully thinks this could be like the single cell start of some sort of infection uh but you know everybody is just kind of not believing what anybody has to say uh this is when bear jumps up and he's like time to go let's 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 get the fuck out (laughs) of here um hodge kind of as he's talking about the the possibility of what this thing is he kind of just like side by swipes scully's uh like he kind of just like does a drive by insult of her competency like he mentions like getting a a proper study done um like and it, it's kind of again building up this little tension and this untrustworthiness yeah. like it's yeah. just he's just kind of being shitty to her
1: yeah um which is not you know not a great place to be i like that that we don't get, have to Go too long with them not knowing that Bear is clearly fucking infected. Yeah, yeah. Because I was worried. I was like, I mean, he got bit by a dog with a fucking alien parasite in it. I'd be, I mean, that'd be my first thought. Was yeah, he probably has alien parasite now. Um, so thankfully they're like, hmm, Bear really wants to fucking leave, and I think we need to stop
0: him. Yeah, because he's the only one that can fly, so that's going to be an issue for us if we don't if we don't figure that out. Um, so uh, Balder points out like, hey none of us could actually leave like if we because we, we could potentially have all been exposed we need to p- follow proper quarantine procedures um, and then that's this one Scully is like well we need to first fa- figure out if anybody's infected like that, oh, th- right, we right. need to take yeah. blood and stool samples from everybody um, and nobody is worried about the blood at all but everybody is worried about the stool samples like M- Murphy is like this kind of travel laws always kind of makes that kind of tough for me like I'm kind of plugged up guys <laughs> um, Bear of course says there's no way he's not doing this he's going to storm out uh, and Mulder democratically asks for a vote should they confine baird so they can manage to test him like and everybody except for the two doctors votes yes scully and murphy both vote yes
1: of course the fucking cops want to lock him up 100
0: yeah. when all you have is handcuffs everything looks like a jail right chris
1: damn damn but all you have is handcuffs everything looks like a wrist
0: yeah sure that works too that's much better than the thing that i said i agree <laughs>
1: Um. Yeah, so they, they, they take the vote But they bring him They bring Bear back in And they explain like Hey, we just need to test everybody And then we'll be good to go um, And Bear acts like he's gonna play along for a minute But then he strikes yep. He attacks uh, Mulder And they have to restrain him And um, sure enough, they end up He's like, get the rope <laughs> They tie this <laughs> motherfucker up um, And soon, they straight up see the parasite Squirming in the back of this guy's neck Um. And so they hold him down And they're able to actually cut and and rip this thing out. And we think that they're actually going to save Bear for a second here. Um, But that is not the case. As Mulder goes to radio for help, he asks for a pickup and for a quarantine procedure. Because, you know, obviously they found something here. Um, He's told that because of the storm, which is moving in quicker than expected, there is nobody who's going to be able to get there for a few days. Uh, And by the time that Mulder comes back from, you know, the radio bear is dead he they they pulled the parasite out and he died from that um and now they're just stuck here for a few days i
0: do want to mention how gruesome the removal scene is like they 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 get relatively bloody and graphic with it like we see a stretched out like worm object being pulled out of this dude's skin with a scalpel there's blood everywhere it's it's pretty it's pretty gnarly for uh and and this show is known for being a little gnarly sometimes i think yeah, so after the gruesome stuff, uh, and they find Bear dead, uh, it's time to speculate about what the organism actually could be. Uh, they find another one that's alive, and this one she puts in ammonia, um, and they talk a little bit about how it's tied to their hypothalamus, uh, which is a gland that can control like anger issues. So Hodge thinks that maybe the worm is like making people attack one another. Um, mm. And if that's true, they ask, like, why did those two dudes kill themselves? And of course, Mulder has the, the, the deep answer here, is maybe they did it to save us. Um, yeah. And we see Scully kind of out in this little side building, like inspecting the dead bodies. Um, It's kind of time. It's it's nighttime now. They've been there for a while. Mulder kind of makes the point that we should be sleeping. She's like, there's no way that we can do that. (laughs) Um, And they get into an argument of like what this thing is and what they should do with it. So Mulder doesn't think that they should actually kill this worm um, because it could potentially, like if they lose. Let me say this. Scully's argument is, absolutely fire roast it to the ground like exterminate yeah. it with extreme prejudice because if, it, if this a- gets
1: out we're
0: fucked if it hits a city like New York, then it could, could take over the entire city, who knows what the violence that it can entail. Mulder's point, um, and I th- I appreciate that he doesn't argue this from like, it's an extraterrestrial being kind of perspective. Yeah. Instead, he's I like- I mean,
1: it is a space alien from an ice planet, probably. Yes. But- There's the, some of that in
0: the back of his head, you can tell. <laughs> like, he's definitely thinking definitely. it. But what he says is- this Is the thing is, that is took like, my sister? <laughs> we need- we, Yeah, did this say take my sister? <laughs> is this my sister? Yeah. <laughs> um, but what he says is like we need to be able to study this thing because what if it comes back like if we kill everything then that if we kill it all that's that's one thing and we've solved the short term problem but then we don't know how to deal with it if it ever comes back and she's like I don't care about that we're fucking killing everything and Mm -hmm. I love this the way that they do this because they steadily escalate their argument where they're they're literally shouting each other they're loudly like yelling at each other back and forth and the camera moves back into the main building where we see Hodge and Murphy and Nancy all kind of chilling out doing their own thing but we can still hear them screaming in the background we still hear Mulder and Scully scream in the background and there's this idea that Hodge has of like oh the FBI agents with all of their knowledge like they're they're arguing over what we should do like they're not telling us things again widening that that gap between and trust between the the doctors and the FBI agents really just extremely well done like I really love the way that this whole scene fits together
1: and interestingly when they finally are like, okay, well, we need to go confront these FBI agents. They are very uh, suspicious of Scully right away. Yes. Um, and and of course, because I guess, well, I don't know, they're just screaming at each other, and for some reason, they choose Scully. Um, but they Mulder's just to caution, like, hey, let's let's not turn on each other. We've we basically turned on each other the moment we all met each other. Uh, our vibes did not line up. But um, Hodge just says, okay we need to examine each other and instead of it doing like one by one they just break off into groups of men and women and everyone just has to strip and examine each other
0: this is when uh uh Mulder makes the hey everybody remember it's cold outside joke uh because yeah. of course he <laughs> has to make a dick joke um yep. and they investigate everything um they you know it's it's there's this moment of like uh i don't want to say intimacy that's not the word i'm looking for but this moment of closeness between uh nancy and scully is that like just yeah. a kind of a moment of like this is really intense like where they, they just kind of share a moment um, but the guys all discover there's no black nodules no, no nobody nobody has anything so it's time it's all for bed uh scully goes so they're all going into like these like roughnecker rooms right so scully goes into a yeah. room and there's a poster called bosom buddies on the wall which yeah. is extremely funny to me just yeah. like it's so it's so plain it's so it's so wholesome yeah. <laughs> and from considering today like what you would probably see today like bosom buddies is very very funny yeah.
1: um but yeah and in- as she's kind of like uh she's looking around the room, she's looking at maybe like some family photos that were left behind of whoever was using this room before her. Uh, and then suddenly she has this like like something clicks in her head and she's like all these people are dead something got these people and she quickly pushes this bureau in front of the door to barricade herself in her room which to be fair that's probably smart
0: and again that that, that does this all without dialogue right uh like so it's it's just a number one it's an acting clinic not that not that gillian really needs our our props at all (laughs) like she's gotten her flowers but uh also just like just the way that it's structured like they didn't feel the need to like really nail this home and like have an like a fucking narrator or something right like they just she just she just freaks out a little bit um yeah and we start checking on everybody else so murphy's listening to his football games um hodge is making notes on what what all of the bad things that everybody else is like he's obviously got a suspicious mind from the beginning yeah yeah, yeah. Um, he has an agenda nancy is crying herself to sleep this is where i noted that they're really underusing felicity huffman at this, in this yeah. episode like just... you know it's funny when
1: you when you mention that like yeah they are underusing her but then i think well they sort of did it on purpose exactly right? yeah um, yeah they do a but good job we'll get back to that
0: um meanwhile um, Mulder is like Mulder wakes up yeah, yeah. He's like staring at the door. The night's dragging on. Eventually he stroking his pistol. He's just stroking his pistol. Like you do. Uh, eventually he wakes up in the middle of the night, having heard something, he grabs his gun. He walks out, uh, grabs a flashlight. Uh, Murphy's not in his bedroom. His walkman is left behind. Uh, as he comes out, we get a little jump scare with the dog that they left in like a little uh, dog crate. Uh, and then he goes into the main room and sees blood dripping out of the fridge. Uh, and he opens it and out pops Denny, a.k.a. Murphy. Uh, sorry, I, I wrote two different names down for this dude, apparently. Uh, yeah, his
1: name was Danny Murphy. So Yeah, yeah. It, so.
0: <laughs> I, I got both of them, but it's just very confusing when you hear me talk about it. Uh, but Murphy has had his throat cut. Uh, and, of course, the yeah. noise wakes everybody else up. So everybody else rushes into the room and just sees Mulder standing over a dead body with a throat cut. Uh-oh, that's not good.
1: Yeah. yeah. Um I just, you know, it's a knife wound, but Mulder's holding a gun. I'm just saying, guys. Um but obviously everyone is like, "Okay, it seems like you're the obvious culprit, Mulder." Um they want to examine him, but now he suddenly he doesn't trust any of them. Like things get heated pretty fast, right? Um Scully even has to draw her weapon on Mulder because he's waving his around everywhere, and it's it's so intense, so quickly. It escalates so fast. Finally, Mulder listening just to scully uh agrees to let them confine him in like a storage locker or yeah
0: they put him in the closet which is very funny yeah. um and he as you know as as scully turns to leave he looks at her and says and here i'll be safer than you so he's still yeah. insisting that there he's done like he's not infected he's not all of this aggression and stuff is not because of a um a bad alien from outer space it's just because he's kind of a dickhead when he wakes woken up in the middle of the night when he doesn't get his sleepies Mulder needs his sleepies chris
1: yeah, Mulder needs his sleepies, uh, and he's thankfully he's going to get the time for it. Um, so Scully, after she goes back, the everyone's like, "Well, we don't like you being the only one with a gun." So she unloads all of her pistols and tosses the uh, ammo out into the snow, except for the e- pistols that are in uh, uh, evidence bags. Just destroyed about, about the, the place. place. Yeah.
0: Um, Scully begins to like march all around this place looking paranoid. She finds Hodge and Nancy asleep at, th- at these desks uh, and then she like very circumspectly tries to look at Nancy's neck to see if she's uh infected. Uh and Hodge catches her in the act. Um oh this is I'm sorry, we, we just talked about this. This is where she gives up the guns. My bad. I'm sorry, I'm just repeating things now. My bad. Um it's okay. it's okay. After this, they Scully goes to the radio to try to get an answer from the Air Force Base. No answer, just a lot of really beautiful noise and static and squelch that I just love so much. Oh god, I love I love that noise. Um <laughs> Meanwhile the the doc has found yet another worm. Uh and they're they're trying to do some like actual like work I, some of this medical stuff i, I just fade out on because he's like yelling at her about putting stuff on the slide and getting real, getting real shitty so with He's her. trying
1: to yeah he has an infected sample and he's trying to put an uninfected sample onto that to see how it like spreads to it or whatever what she accidentally does and he screams at her for it is she puts uh, a second infected sample on top of the already infected sample So he's like that was pointless you just wasted all this time um but as she kind of runs off after getting screamed at, she's like, I don't have to fucking put up with this. We're in a stressful situation. Uh, she kind of runs off upset. Uh, and Scully takes another look at the, at the slide that she had just put the infected sample on top of uh, and realizes now we have two of these parasites. And when you put them together, they kill each other.
0: Yep. Uh, and they can see this in the microscope. And so they put their two live worm samples next to each other in their little like ammonia t- tubes. Um, and they sure enough, they try to try to, like kill each other through the glass. Um, so they realize like the way to fix one worm is to give somebody a second worm. Uh, and hopefully they'll kill each other. Uh, this doesn't make a lot of sense to me and I don't really no. care about it. Like it doesn't no. uh, uh, who, like, again, I, d- I don't care, but it's it is just one of those like silly like
1: it creates a it creates a new solution and a new threat as we're going to see. So they tested it on the dog, which is fucked up. But um, they put the nobody questions the word... it.
0: Nobody even like is like, what about the dog? Go, yeah, like, no, nobody... we're, we're definitely going to do. Who that. is the advocate um, for the dog on this episode, Chris? Nobody. The dog is just nobody. left behind as far as nobody. I know. We never see the dog again at the end. So
1: <laughs> the dog goes into quarantine with um with Nancy. With Nancy, the end, okay, okay that, that's fine. But, yeah. yeah. Um. So they tested on the dog, and the dog does end up being fine. So thankfully uh you know that that worked, but now the threat is, are we going to put it in molder, despite the fact that we, as the audience are pretty sure he's not infected? We don't know that, uh, but now Scully needs to go in and talk to him and this is tense um, this is really really good, and this is because... this is very tense, and she says, "Would you still love me if I was a worm?" <laughs>
0: And Mulder's like I, I don't I didn't realize I don't we had know. these depth of the feelings. What do you mean? Like I kind of kind of like you a whole lot. Like I'm still working out. Like I'm obviously I'm attracted to you. Like you're a very pretty woman, but I don't know about love. Like we're, and now you're telling me you're going to be a worm, and my whole basis of attraction is like your physical form. So I'm going to be a little confused is that, is about that you're this. A
1: human? Yeah,
0: so I don't know if I can. And of course, you know David Duchovny speaking through to Mulder. I'd fuck a worm. Absolutely. Get, yeah. me, get kidding. Yeah. Does, what is what does the worm got? Where can I put my thing? I'll put my thing in a worm. No problem. <laughs> Um, (laughs) you want me to keep going with my David Duchovny impression about him putting his thing in in different things I can keep doing that That, that's a thing that you like hey guys I'm David Duchovny and I'm here to put my thing in something hey
1: David nice to
0: meet you everybody did you bring
1: something for me to put my thing in Um, anyway she explains how to kill the (laughs) thing.
0: it's gonna be like a game show Uh, (laughs) she explains the two worm solution and he's like I don't even have the first worm okay yeah he's
1: like this is is now a, a one worm threat we don't this is not a two worm solution it's a one worm threat um, that's what they call me uh, in bed. Um, <laughs> <laughs> not even. I, we, I gotta stop. You gotta, we gotta stop. Yeah, we're weird. We this. this is what happens so when now, neither one of us
0: are feeling great, and we we struggle to do a yeah, podcast together. It's get crazy.
1: Um, Scully says, "Like, hey, you know, we wouldn't have had to lock in here if if you would just let us examine you." And he again, he's like, "Well, I can't, I can't trust them." So, but then they have that moment of trust between the two of them, and he's like, "Okay, you can you can inspect me." Um, then he inspects her, and they have confirmed. For, I think that's that's for each other and for the audience to know, okay, Mulder and Scully are back on the same team. They are not infected. We're good. So that means that one of these other two is, and and we don't know who it is yet. They have the one sample left. They go out. I think Mulder says something about, like, yeah, we're all going to check each other. It's going to be cool. Then we'll figure out what we need to do. Um, and then they get jumped very quickly by Hodge and Nancy. Um, and just as Mulder is being held down, inches away from having a worm put in his ear that is when hodge realizes that nancy is actually the one we see the infected. we see
0: the organism in her neck right we finally yeah. see it moving around uh, um so then everything everything changes uh so nancy gets up and like uh runs like knocks them aside and runs into the main part of the cabin uh scully got locked in that in that closet and she's just going to town on the door with a giant drill bit which looks just fucking awesome as hell i don't props to the yeah, props department on this one for just handing her a drill bit <laughs> this is great it looks yeah, good yeah. it's huge and it looks just looks amazing um, <laughs> um they they followed Nancy out. Um and nancy is freaking out she's destroying the place. she's breaking glass yeah. she now she gets to act yeah finally she gets to she, she gets to act her ass off she grabs the gun that we've made mention of several times uh before being tackled to the ground by scully and Mulder. uh there's this one like shouting exchange between scully and Mulder where scully's like we have to get rid of it and Mulder's like fine uh i guess like the idea of being Mulder even at that point would be like no no save it <laughs> screw this yeah. Sc- yeah. screw this yeah. woman <laughs> like we're not gonna <laughs> fix her at all we're no. gonna we gotta save the worm um but instead they, they put it in her ear and she calms down um and then we jump pretty much almost immediately over back to the it's
1: so wild that the this is the like conclusion of everything like this was the the moment of, yeah. of excitement and then it's just, okay it's over
0: and that's it like there's no there's no there's it's the climax we found out who it is and then that's and then it's over with like that.
1: yeah and um they they have been rescued now like the army or whoever is coming to quarantine the place um Nancy and the dog have been quarantined then they'll be released in a few days or weeks or whatever after they've been checked out and everybody knows that they're good Mulder immediately wants to go back into the site because he's like I don't care we need to study this we need to get as much information as we possibly can and that's when he's told that oh no whoever it was that came in they burned that place to the ground they torched that entire place all of it's gone um molder says like whatever that thing is whatever that parasite was it is still two hundred thousand years down in the ice and scully just says leave Leave it it there
0: there." (laughs) yeah just fucking leave it there man and walks off she's like i am done with this i'm gonna go take a shower and a bath at the same time negative 30 i'm going back to florida where it's normal i don't know actually or washington dc where it's normal cold outside and it's not this kind of cold um yeah, like, it's it's what's weird that it, it builds up to this, like, explosion of of tension release, and then it just immediately is like, all right, we're done. See you later. Uh, and it's probably because they're rewriting a movie that's, you know, 120 minutes long into a 45-minute TV right. episode, <laughs>
1: so
0: we don't have a whole lot of time to, like, really, really deal with the character work here. Uh, but how good is this? How good was this episode, Chris? Like, I, it's a
1: fantastic episode. Definitely one of the best we've seen so far, if not the best.
0: Yeah. Um, I'm, I'm a huge fan. Of course, this is obviously like a Monster of the Week episode. There's no ties really to the the overarching plot or anything like that. Like we just, we just, just, just get a little bit of, of just you know, hey, there's some weird shit out there, and Mulder and Scully are the yeah. people that we call when we do that. Um, yeah. I do want to mention the guy that plays Hodge is Xander Berkeley. Um, I don't know if you mm-hmm. recognize him. He's been on literally tons of things. He's probably got thousands. Yeah, he
1: seems of familiar, but I don't know if I recognize him from anything. Um, else I mean,
0: he's got a bunch of credits, like from the late '90s of like Terminator Two and things like that. So, but he's been on. Yeah. All all kinds of TV shows. I thought he was in Supernatural, and I'm looking now and I can't find the credit for it. So maybe I'm just confusing that. Um, it's, it just seems like he would have been one of the like a demon yeah. or something on Supernatural at some point, but I can't Definitely. can't find it. Uh, what I wanted to mention is um, the Booth at the end, though. Um, if you're looking for kind of a a low stakes creepy uh, character study with a lot of like really good acting, uh, go check out the Booth at the end, uh, where this dude plays a guy. Uh, that sits at a booth at the end of this diner and people come in and they make deals with him and those then those deals turn out not the way that you would expect um and so uh, you get some of that sometimes the people that are coming in their lives overlap with one another in weird ways um sometimes there's some some unexpected boons uh there's some decisions that have to be made uh and it's just really it's a really interesting show it's very it's i think it's like maybe 12 episodes 20 minutes each or something huh. like it's not it's not an extreme but if you can find it somewhere definitely go check out the booth at the end with this guy uh you'll see you'll see a lot of familiar faces in it um there's there's some there's some really good actors that show up for it but i just wanted to call it out because it's one of my faves and I, I, I like this guy a whole lot so
1: that sounds super interesting any any last thoughts about the x-files chris great episode awesome episode let's let's hopefully we'll run into worm tongue in the next one
0: can't wait to see me worm tongue so i can bring up that whole conversation again thank you everybody for listening we very much appreciate it thank you for the people leaving reviews on apple podcast i see you uh, i'll call you out next week thank you for our patrons over patreon.com slash monster of the week uh we'll be back next week with more x files and then remember until then everybody stay spooky sir whoa what's happening i got a cold you got a cold i have um a broken butt
1: yeah we've been saying this
0: it's new year's day it's new year's day we're not at the hunt we're not at 100 percent by anybody no i think
1: no i'm actually not hung over because uh, I, my cold was so bad last night that I didn't really drink I mean don't get me wrong I still You drink. still power through a little bit yeah absolutely <laughs> you know, I'm still having a good time I'm just you know not as crazy as I usually get it's it sucks because well it doesn't suck I woke up and I felt so much better today yesterday I was all congested and just felt awful Woke up feeling great, but I just sound awful now. <laughs> like, it's it moved, so it's you, like, whatever. You really don't sound too bad. You're good. You, you sound okay. pretty, pretty okay. normal. Okay,
0: so. okay. So, um, I mean, the question if, is... If you want to hear my broken butt, though, I can put it up to the... Yeah, put
1: that shit on the mic. <laughs> <okay>. <laughs> um, the question is, what are our what are our, um, our early Game of the Year picks? What are our early Album of the Year picks? Uh, it's day uh, one. What know. do we got? <laughs>
0: um, Album of the Year... When did the Billy Woods album come out? That's probably
1: um, Billy Woods Maps. Did that come out this year? I don't know. Actually, thinking about thinking jokes aside about twenty twenty four, thinking about twenty twenty three, I don't know what my favorite stuff was. I listened to that new Mountain Goats album a lot. Um, I haven't even thing, touched that. The thing I do with Mountain Goats every time they put out a new album is like I get I'll get lazy with music where I'm like, I'm not gonna look for anything interesting or new right now. I'm just gonna listen to the mountain Goats a lot, which is what always happens. Uh Jenny from Thebes was the new album. They put out an album every fucking year. So uh Yeah they
0: they that- they're consistent. Like they 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 push it out, dude. Like there's no yeah. question. Um I was looking up something and I have a fact for this episode that Ooh. is going to blow your mind. Okay. Because it's it's blowing mine right now and I'm I'm so excited about this to tell I you mean, this. We'll
1: save it for the podcast. But that was We're going
0: to save this for the podcast. <laughs> that was um, a good episode. <laughs> two two notable albums for me, both from hip hop. Uh, Billy Woods Maps. Yeah. Uh, Billy Woods has become over the last couple of years one of my favorite rappers of all time. He's also kind of become kind of this weird like indie darling, despite huh. for the fact that he's been doing it for like twenty something years That's
1: now. <laughs> I did listen to the album on your recommendation.
0: Um, Maps is is probably it's produced by Kenny Segal, who's easily the Maybe not easily, but he's one of the top hip hop producers out there, and he makes like really, really great beats. Um, in, in the indie space, he's notable, I think, for making beats that aren't like challenging. If that makes sense, mm. like it's mm. it's just it's some real smooth, fun stuff to listen to. And then you have Billy yeah. Woods rapping around like you know witches feeding rats in New York City and things like that. It's very fun. Yeah. Um, and then secondly is a, a guy that I've been listening to for. Oh, God, like 23 years now, Aesop Rock, uh, who, whenever there's a question about rappers that comes up, they talk about like vocabulary. Like, Mm Aesop Rock always wins. Like, he's the most vocabulary rapper. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And it's just because he uses like words with more than four or five syllables in it and everything like that. Um, He used to have a thing where he would uh he would he would talk about anime a whole lot i've saw some people really not liking him talking about anime but now he's like 40 something he's my age uh and he released an album called uh oh shit
1: something called in- not talking about anime this time
0: <laughs> yeah yeah integrated tech solutions um Ooh. which is kind of like a concept album uh but i don't it's just about tech solutions and stuff like it's kind of just got like some some interludes of like quippy yeah, I don't yeah. know. Bullshit in it. Uh, but the raps are, are absolutely amazing. Like, it's really good. There's a song on there where he talks about losing his grandmother, which if you it's such a, it's such a good song that if you don't bother to listen to the words, you'll just kind of be nodding your head along and you realize like, yeah. Oh wait, <laughs> <laughs> oh, now wait. I'm oh, crying. No. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then there's a song about, about where he met, he sung about his family meeting Mr. T at, uh, at like some sandwich place in New York city when he was a kid, uh, that is absolutely hysterical. Like there's a moment <laughs> where he's like, Mr. T is fucking real. <laughs> just like, <laughs> like just from a kid's perspective of seeing yeah. like this huge out of, you know, this, this huge character from, cause you gotta imagine like, I don't know. Did you grow up with a lot of Mr. T stuff? Did you have an affection yeah, for Mr. T? I
1: just feel like Mr. T was always around and I never watched the A team or anything. Like that's what he was from, right?
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I was a huge A team fan. Uh, but the thing that I really liked about Mr. T is like if you ever. Like if you ever saw him in the wild, which I never did, obviously. But anytime like you saw him in the wild, he was just dressed up like Baracus. Yeah. Like he was just <laughs> yeah. dressed up like he he looked that way all the time. Like that's just the way that he he, he looked. And yeah, I can only imagine just being you know seven or eight years old and seeing Mister T at a fucking sandwich shop. Um. So yeah, those are my two picks for album of the year. I don't really have a game of the year. I don't think I don't probably I, Zelda. Know, I, mean, yeah. I mean, if we're being honest, it's hard to remember the early part of this year probably where Zelda. we were both obsessed with Zelda. So
1: yeah, it's obviously Baldur's Gate for me. But um, I'm looking at the games that I beat. This year, and if I just narrow it down to games that came out in 2023, Fire Emblem Engage, which was fine, very forgettable story, but it was a solid tactics game. Um, Resident Evil 4 Remake, ten out of ten. Oh yeah, yeah Jedi yeah. Survivor, that came, that was that was pretty sweet. Um, Final Fantasy 16, I platinum that, had a great time with that. Armored Core 6, excellent video game. Uh, and then Baldur's Gate three, that was my; those were my. Oh, and Zelda, obviously, I skipped Zelda. But, um, and Zelda, yeah, Baldur's yeah. Gate
0: three probably up there. I haven't touched it yet. I haven't gone back to it since the last time you and I talked. I'm, I'm in a weird spot with video games, man. I don't know if it's just the chemo brain going, where I just yeah. can't really focus on things. But I, I did play some some Warcraft Cold Core this weekend, and so i think I'm inching my way back up. But also, I've been off chemo for two weeks, and I start back tomorrow, <laughs> so we'll see what so, happens yeah, just tomorrow. Just as you get back into the swing of things, you get to start yeah, all yeah. over again. Um, but i think i told i told the internet that so i should probably tell the podcast that like we got results back and things are like shrinking and things are good so like we're not good there's no there's no good form of the thing that i have uh but there's it's the things are getting better so uh if you've been out there thinking about me and you don't follow me on twitter or on facebook or anything then that's that's good news so yeah hell yeah yeah. three months more of chemo i will answer any of your chemo questions that you might have it's there's it's, it's a very weird situation so
1: um what is it? Does it do anything to your bowel movements? Yes.
0: It does a lot of stuff to them. It's none of them No further splashed. questions. <laughs> it does It does all of the things you could do to bowel movements, um, depending on who you are. Does it make your you pee smell different? Uh, it's supposed to. Um, huh. Or it, it has the capability of doing so. Uh, so different color, different smell. Um, and because you're like slightly radioactive, they suggest, especially if you have pets that drink out of toilets uh, after okay. you're anything, to like flush twice. Um, okay. None of, I mean, none of our dogs do that. There's
1: nothing, so. nothing cool about any of this. No. However, not at all. However, radioactive piss. I mean, that's yeah, radioactive
0: <laughs> piss is like a thing from Fallout, I guess. Like it could, you could kind of get behind it. I think. Uh, I don't know. Uh, I haven't, I haven't, haven't, have not worried about radioactive piss yet. So, okay, all right. Haven't, all haven't right. had a, haven't had an issue as of yet. No further so we'll, questions. So, no further questions. <laughs> um, what
1: else was I going to tell you? We. Tell uh, me. I'm going to sit here and listen while my nose, um, where I dab my nose. <laughs>
0: uh We're continuing. I haven't talked to you about this with you on the podcast. We're continuing our Nancy Drew binge.
1: Oh yeah, oh yeah. It's like, could we binge it all so fast? Because Jess was super into it right right as the finale was uh, was airing um but now it feels like i've forgotten so much of it and then he'll text me some shit i'm like oh yeah that show is insane that
0: that show is absolutely (laughs) insane sometimes um it's it's good the episode my favorite episode before so far is when nancy drew gets haunted by horny and every time she she looks at a boy like loud the the music slows down loud music plays like you go into (laughs) slow motion everything's everything's great uh just haunted by horny is a great concept Haunted by
1: horny is a fantastic concept
0: um but i mean at the same time though like uh I was talking about this on the Discord a little bit last night. Some of the... That show... I feel like that show would be have so much of a better home and not CW, but also maybe not exist if the CW didn't exist, if that right, makes sense. Right. I just... The CW kind of house style of the way they film stuff is so annoying to me now. Like, you get constantly if you look at the bottom of the screen and sometimes at the top like it's smeared like it's almost like it's out of focus uh no night shots ever look good and Nancy nope. Drew spends a lot of time out at night in the in the middle of the forest because that's who that's what Drew do you know what I'm saying yeah, Chris that's, that's what Drew yeah, do that's so true uh Drew be drew outside um I, so it just it's just irritating to me and even we're just watching the background like we're not like you know we're not
1: yeah you're not honed in
0: we're not honed in or anything. Um but the crew is good. The Drew Crew itself, which they, mm. they named themselves the Drew Crew, I think, or at least the, the episode notes saying that. Yeah, themselves imagine Strinker. chilling
1: with like with a bunch of people and you're just your your crew is just named after like one 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 person in that crew, i know it rhymes but i feel like i'd be a little annoyed
0: (laughs) it'd be a little strange everyone's a little annoyed by nancy drew no one is is more annoyed by nancy drew than autumn greer though autumn fucking cannot stand nancy (laughs) when she goes through this when she goes through any any drama with her well like i'm to spoil a little bit with either one of her dads she gets autumn gets so upset she's like that imagine
1: having two dads and still acting like
0: that that man helped you your entire life and you're gonna call him (laughs) what the fuck is wrong with you like call him dad like he's yeah. yeah call him tiny uh,
1: dad at least that's what tiny... I called him because he's like four foot four um and, and nancy's probably like just like five nine five ten so easy yeah um
0: it blew me away when kevin from supernatural showed up you had warned me about this and i said kevin I had from supernatural it. who
1: plays a father to a 20 year um, old
0: to a woman that is i looked it up last night 10 years younger than him that's um, so
1: i just can't believe it
0: one of the things that uh, I think I said this on the podcast, Mary mentioned about it's, it's about the X Files when she started binging it because of this podcast, because of Non-Human biologics. Uh, <laughs> I think she's finished with the series. I think she went through all eleven oh, seasons. Can you believe that's that? So
1: many hours of television. She
0: was like, "I'm just like I have time off and I'm knitting." Well, I guess and it's I'm... been like
1: three months since we started
0: this. I mean, yeah, it's been two months. For so us, for it's, us, it's been, yeah, it's been two months. So it's been eight weeks. This is the this will be the eighth week. Uh, but she, she commented just how people look like people in that show. Um, yeah. And that's something that Better Call Saul does really well, too. Just make like bit parts look like actual people and not... 17 year old or more, 27 year old people look at trying to make make sure they look like they're 17 if that makes sense um that dude that plays ace is 36 years old that's so crazy dude i i'm not saying that 36 is old because it's not 36 is too old to be in a team drama for nancy drew like as as part of the crew but if you told me that he was like
1: 24 i'd be like yeah all right I'd be like that's that's a that's a long twenty (laughs) four.
0: Like he's been he he he, he's seen some shit at twenty four. But no, he's like
1: twenty one. I don't know how old Nancy's supposed to be, but I, the entire course of the show takes place over one year. There's like and
0: it's the it's right after high school too, right? Because like and it's
1: like and her mom dies. Like it's the first episode. That's what Nancy is dealing with the death of her mother. Um, and that's right after high school. And I think it's, like, the f- end of season three. They're like, wow, I can't believe it's been a year since my mom died. And I'm like, what do you mean it's been it, it, a year? Excuse me? Yeah, There's you just want to be like... There's been 40 episodes. All of this... Ha- you've had 14 boyfriends. What's going on?
0: <laughs> you've been so busy. You've been so, bu- so so busy. you fought
1: um, so many different supernatural criminals.
0: It's, um... The the show also does, like, weirdly horny stuff, too, which I'm not, I don't complain about. But, like, there was a just a very brief scene where, like ace and his little side girlfriend one of the hobson twins uh like i guess she likes to be tied up or something do you remember
1: this no i was too much of a hater of those two
0: uh, they they deserve to be hated i, I agree with you 100 percent. but uh like there's just it's just a very brief thing where like they're in bed together and she's got her arms tied up behind her um or above her head and he's like like nodding, like asking for consent, I think, basically, or something. But then they just finish. Then they're just done. And I'm just like, yeah. what are y'all trying to tell they me about either to, one of these characters? They were trying to tell
1: <laughs> the audience to ask for consent.
0: I guess so. Yeah, ask for that. You should ask me consent before you put that on the screen. Is yeah. what I say. I'm yeah. a, I'm, yeah. I'm too vanilla for that. So, right. Right. <laughs> way too vanilla for that.
1: For the CW version of it. I'm, I'm, t- <laughs> I'm
0: too vanilla for CW BDS. So for uh, CWSM, that's what this. Yeah,
1: that's what it's called. That's what it's called. <laughs> But yeah, it's a fun show. Just don't take it too seriously.
0: No, and that's and we're not. We're it's just a fun to, kind of background show to to you know to watch when we're. Um, While well, I'm feeding the cat. Autumn has found some solitary game that's so addictive that uh, it's causing her carpal tunnel. So nice. we have Hell to work yeah. on that, no,
1: dude. Nothing better than a little carpal tunnel because you're too addicted to it. you locked into a game,
0: dude. She is. I'm saying that like it's a
1: positive thing, but I do remember getting carpal tunnel from World of Warcraft and being like, oh no, <laughs> what the fuck. <laughs> I mentioned world of Warcraft and your computer was like, I'm not doing this.
0: Let me just make sure that we're recording. Yeah. I can take, give me a test real quick.
1: Hello. Hi. Yeah. Yeah. We're good. All right. Should we get locked in yeah, before my ahead. nose? Explodes? Let's, let's go ahead and do it. I will sneeze. I will sneeze at some point. It's going to happen, and I'm going to scream as loud as I can. That's fine.
0: That's that's d- n- number one. I'm a guy, so I, I'm allowed to sn- sneeze her as well. Everybody yeah. hates it. Uh, I'm about to say yeah. everybody. I mostly mean Autumn because it scares her. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> she doesn't understand why. But <laughs> when you're sneezing, you have to get the demons out. That's the whole point. Yeah. So
1: that's yeah. That's why people say bless you, so that just demons can't get back in. <laughs> and all right, you ready? Uh, yeah. Let me get hold on. Let me get a little cough out. <laughs> And let me get let me get a little snaz real quick. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. All right, we're locked in. Excellent. <laughs>